This is the Grind, Sell, and Elevate podcast by Tizer Evans, where we do a deep dive on how to stay driven, how to be a top-tier salesperson, and how to elevate the quality of your life. Thanks, everybody, for joining me on Grind, Sell, and Elevate this week. I sit down with Raul Agrawal, who is the founder of Design Hill, which is a creative marketplace based in India, but helps people all over the globe find one another. So whether you're looking for web design, landing pages, logo design, that is the place where customers and web developers can get together in a creative marketplace and you can bid on projects, look for creative people, get projects taken care of. Raul is also a serial entrepreneur, investor, and a 35 under 35 in India. We had a wide-ranging conversation about how he got his starts, the struggles of entrepreneurs, what Design Hill is trying to solve as far as a problem in the marketplace with bringing people together, getting projects done easier. So stay tuned for this episode. And if you guys haven't, please subscribe to the podcast. It's a way it continues to grow organically. I appreciate the love. If you could drop me a five-star review, let me know what you think of the podcast. Leave me a comment. Share with three or four like-minded people so it continues to grow organically. It would mean the world to me. Thanks so much. All right, I've got Raul Argawal with me here on Grindstone Elevate. Raul, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks a lot. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and really looking forward to speaking with you today. Yeah, me too. So you are now the founder um, of Design Hill, which is a creative marketplace. I, I really love the concept. You know, I'd love for you to be able to kind of talk about uh, what you do, what Design Hill is about. So for context, for the conversation, for everybody listening. Right. So, uh, you know, Design Hill is, a, as you mentioned, it's a creative marketplace. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we basically connect businesses or anybody, in fact, um, individuals, professionals looking for any kind of creative work, graphic design work uh, with f- uh, freelancers, creative professionals from around the world. Uh, you know, we've been in the business for the last five years. We've helped over 175,000 businesses till date. Wow. Uh, source different types of graphic design. So everything under the roof, I mean, you can think of from illustrations to book cover designs to logos, branding, website design, anything and anything that, you know, requires any kind of design work can be done and sourced on our platform. Uh, uh, as far as our business is concerned, you know, we started off as a crowdsourcing website, uh, you know, essentially uh, getting in a uh, uh, you know pool of designers, uh, creative professionals to perform a particular job. Uh, but now we've grown uh, into a much bigger platform where we have three verticals, a freelancing vertical, a DIY per- vertical and a print on demand vertical. So, you know, we're now more of a uh, design to print uh, sort of a platform. And, um, and yeah, that's where we are today. Oh, wonderful. I love it. I love the concept of a creative marketplace like that because it's just like endless resources. You can go there, you can get whatever you, whatever you need done. It's uh, wonderful. But really, what was your inspiration behind that? Were you something that was in design before and then said, hey, hey there's kind of a need for this type of marketplace? Yeah, uh, I think it was for me, I'm like, to be very honest with you, it might sound strange, but I'm not a very creative person and I'm not a designer for sure, right? So so for me, it was more of a need and a necessity because, uh, you know, uh, when when we thought of the idea uh, about Design Hill and 
when I say we, it's me and my younger brother Varun. So we are co-founders, and we both started this business together, and we still run this business together. Uh, so I was n- never a creative person, as I was, as I said earlier. And for me, you know, it was a challenge, uh, you know, coming back from university, you know, when I joined our family business to uh, get some quality desi- designs. I mean, it was a real struggle because you know uh, I wanted to get some rebranding done and some website designs done and all that, but. Uh, it was just not happening. You know, I was not finding the right designers or the quality or the number of designs that I was getting. And it was a pain for me. Uh, on the other hand, my younger brother, Varun, uh, who's also the co-founder, he was, he's always been a very creative guy. So he was, you know, doing, uh, you know, design work from a very early age from school. And, you know, he won a number of trophies and awards and stuff. But so f- he was actually working as a freelancer. Mm. Uh, uh, as a hobby, as a pa- uh, uh, pastime, and and uh, uh, and he was facing a different set of struggles. You know, he was not able to get great clients. Uh, if the clients that he was working with, he he was not uh, getting paid on time, or there was no security of you know files and collaboration and all of that. Even communication was a hassle. Uh, so when we came together, when he returned from university, uh, you know, we sat down together, and I think it just sort of happened that, you know, we both were facing different issues uh, on two sides of the marketplace. And uh, we figured that, you know, it is a problem that needed to be solved. And uh, that's how we conceived the idea of, you know, Design Hills. I love that. How is it working with your brother? Is that fun? Uh, Yeah, I mean, we've come to, I think we've grown up. Uh, We've grown up. We've had our uh, share of, uh, you know, cold wars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, but we—I think we've grown up and we've understood, uh, you know, how to uh, uh, differentiate between our responsibilities, how to divide them. Uh, you know, we we understood what are our strong sets and strong mm. skill points, and you know, we focus on them. Uh, obviously, every decision that we take is taken together. Uh, you know, in a way, uh, you know, which is you know, which impacts or has an impact on the entire business and the company uh, from a strategic point of view. But yeah, but we 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 take ownership on what we do uh, and we you know work work on them. So he's more technical, and you know, he he looks after the product, uh, you know, the development part, the te- uh, the technology and everything. I'm more into strategy and marketing and you know sales. So so we found our niches and I think we've uh, uh, they, they suit us. And uh, so yeah, it, it's nice. Uh, some we some days we don't speak to each other for two three days as well. But you know, but it's okay. We live in the same house. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to separate at different wings of the house. Yeah, he um, lives on the first floor. I live on the ground. There, so. there you, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, no, I, I love that. You know, I've. I loved working with my brother. We had started a small company and it was interesting right. because this it was the same thing. We had very different skill sets, um, yeah. but I, I liked it because the conversation could be really raw and, yeah. you know, which you can't always do in business, but, you know, actual business partners, because there's, you're uh, more conscious of people's feelings. Right, right. Here you don't care, right? It's, it's like yeah. no holds barred. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's wonderful, though. You guys have built such a a big company. I know you're named uh, entrepreneur thirty five under thirty five, which was a, a really a, yeah a very big honor. Um, can you talk about how you guys have worked together to collaborate on how you started to scale uh, the the business? Did you have certain strategies to really get this to go global? Was that hard? Uh, you know, for for us, I think we did when we started out. Uh, you know, we obviously we were young and you know there was not a lot of uh, i would say and I, I i'm not very proud of that but i don't think we put in a, a lot of planning into what we wanted to do right it was something that we just 
both of us felt that we wanted to do we wanted to be in the technology space we wanted to be in online business and and when we found this need and uh, need in the market we we just you know sort of dived in uh however you know we one of the best things i think we did was very quickly we realized where our market was you know where our customers were and how we needed to solve that problem because uh, if you look at it you know we from a very early uh, age we realized that uh, you know we need to focus on uh, you know countries that uh, have uh, a more mature in the way they they look at design you know they they have more acceptability of uh, design work because you know in a lot of places even today all over the world people take design very casually right yeah. though that's yeah. changing a lot now but you know for for example in in us in north america in uk in australia you know people put a lot of value to design and creative work right and that's where we felt that you know this is the these are the markets that we need to first uh, focus on uh, so it was a difficult decision because you know we guys are based out of india right we in fact i have a company in us and i've not traveled there in the last 6 years um, uh, but you know we so it was really uh, difficult uh but i think it was a good decision and a uh, important decision because you know that's where the money was that where the customers were and there, there was an acceptability of our product so we we really identified that at an early stage and we focused on that and apart from that i think being an in an online business is really important to uh, you know really have an omnipresent uh approach you know you need to you just can't be uh, you, you just can't have a website and you can expect customers to you know trust you for that because uh, you know today the customer is well read uh, they're wise uh, they're experienced right so they 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 look at everything they look at your uh, uh, the your user experience they look at your reviews on uh, you know third party rating sites they look at your social media presence they look at the quality of your content so you really have to build that trust with customers and i think we we understood that as well you know very early on so you know we we, we just didn't focus on our product and our service obviously that was always the key and the priority but we also uh, paid a lot of attention to you know building a presence is online i mean uh, a lot of people don't know that we are an indian you know business with the thing right. we are like a american business or a global you know company because we have that presence we build that presence all over the world and and i think that was something that you know we did and uh, it sort of all on its own it automatically helped us you know grow and scale uh, you know in different ways uh, all over the world yeah no that ma- that makes total sense and i like that you talked about you know identifying your key markets for early growth uh, you know that makes a a lot of sense i don't know that always people sometimes kind of rush to market without identifying where their yeah. customers are and then they wonder why they have slow traction to begin with or sounds like you guys yeah. uh, you did that right to to start with now was it one of the things i was kind of curious about is you know going out and finding designers now was that something that was a bit challenging at first did you kind of have to go out and tap designers on the on the shoulder to get them to come to you to start using the platform yeah i mean obviously i mean if you look at it we are a marketplace isn't it so sure. we had that classic chicken and egg problem because you know whether you go after the clients first or you go after the designers first and right. you know it yeah. was a you know you what to do because if you get clients and you don't have designers to service them then it's an issue and if you get uh, designers but you don't have clients who will give them jobs and they'll not be able to earn on your platform then again it's an issue so for right. us uh, uh, that was obviously a challenge but uh, what we did as a, you know as a conscious uh, decision what we took as a con- conscious decision was that we focused on our community first you know we identified uh, you know where we are going to find designers to come on board 
and uh, you know what all we could provide them you know apart from just uh, you know uh, jobs and you know opportunities to earn money uh, we also identified different issues that they were ha- having in terms of you know having building a community uh, you know because designers you know uh, freelancers they you know they they really value a sense of community and belonging right so we we focused on those we built out a lot of facebook groups uh, we got these designers active in those groups uh, and slowly and sh- you know slowly we started onboarding them onto our platform so it was not a hard sell it was not something that you know we promoted from day one that you know come on our platform and start earning and start making money and all of that we started building groups we started building a community first and and i think that really helped us because you know uh, a sense of community is something that brings loyalty with it right mm-hmm. and and when you're working in a uh, on a global scale when you're working and competing with other platforms i think that what one of, that's one of the most important things that really differentiated us from other platforms because we paid a lot of attention to our uh, you know uh, creative community and and even today like you know we do a lot of uh, stuff we do a lot of uh, you know uh, giveaways we do a lot of uh, you know educational content i mean in the last 9 months uh, alone uh, you know when we've all been in lockdown and you know with with the pandemic uh, ongoing pandemic we we've done about 140 virtual events uh, wow. you know workshops amas uh, 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 panel discussions and with with all sort of you know speakers from around the world and they're all free we don't charge a penny uh, for them right and and these are done for our community because you know a lot of these guys they are they're from different parts of the world and they don't really have the means or the resources or the accessibility to you know great content or you know advice from uh, you know influencers or people who've achieved something so so i think so again so that's just one of the initiatives that we've done you know we've so yeah so you, i think we as a business we focus more on our community first and and i think when we had that community we knew that they are not going to run away or they're just not going to leave us if we not able to if we're not able to give them enough business in the beginning you know they trusted us for that that you know what we were building was something substantial right. and i think that really helped us great uh, i i want to talk to you about the facebook groups i think that's interesting that's a interesting place to start um it makes sense because you can you know build a community within the group now is that something you would tell people that are maybe hey i'm trying to scale my business i'm in e-commerce as well would you recommend that that's a great platform to kind of start to build a community uh see uh, back when when we started and where we are today there you know there are a lot of other things new things that can be done right like that time facebook was the number one thing number one platform social platform and a lot of people were focused on that but you know we you have uh, you know platforms like slack for that matter you know you can build close community groups there you know a lot of e- it's a lot of easy communication and you can uh, restrict the entries and there's a lot more that you can do with them right uh, you can create different channels and uh, uh, different kind of conversations can happen in those channels so right. but yeah i would definitely recommend that you know for any business it's really important like some people even do it with a blog you know they they have a blog that you know it could be about uh, you know as you said and if it's an e-commerce business somebody could start a blog about uh, you know fashion guides or you know the latest products and you know in the category and you know they can build a following because end of the day right. it's it's important to have any kind of following uh, because th- those are eventually going to convert into your customers so uh, with a blog you could e- you can uh, build a email list 
you can have email pop-ups and you know opt-in pop-ups uh, uh, on your blog and, and you can just build that out so it's not necessary that somebody needs to build a group or build a you know in order to form a, a community it can be done in various ways but i i think it's it's more about you know giving value on a on a particular platform to your uh, um, customers uh, which is not uh, about you know selling your product but it's about what they need and what they're looking for so right. if you're able to provide value to your customers prospective customers then uh, uh, you know you you you're doing a good job and i think then that's that those are the ones who really get converted into you know paying customers for you yeah i mean that's just great advice to understand that you know building a product is not for the sake of building a product but understanding and identifying the needs right and building it around the needs right so then it, it, it makes a lot more sense and uh, you build that customer loyalty because it's something that you know is, is serving them and you're serving exactly them. yeah uh, wonderful now i also know that you invest in companies and you mentioned that you have a company here in the U.S. Uh, I'm always fascinated, you know, with people who are into investing in different companies. Are, are you so you look at different verticals that you invest in with different mm-hmm. companies? Um, you know, to kind of talk to us a little bit about that. What's got your interest, and what do you look at? Uh, so, you know, I do uh, a, a range of investments. Uh, you know, when I when I say I invest in companies, it's more into different startups uh, as a, angel funding. Um, and I've done about almost about uh, two dozen investments till date. Uh, some of them sure. have been, some of them have gone well. Some haven't gone that well. Sure. But uh, but the idea, you know, always always was the fascination with understanding and learning about what is happening. You know, because what happens is that you know when we when we're doing uh, something on a daily basis and when we are in our you know uh, routine life, we sort of get very disconnected with what is happening around the world right what what's new what new is coming up what uh, uh, you know what kind of technologies are coming up what kind of business models are uh, coming up and you know and we live in a world which is like drastically changing you know it's very yeah. dynamic every two years three years you see everything the you know all the preconceived notions you know just go out of the window so uh, you know i think it was for me it was more of a way to connect and stay update, uh, stay up to date with uh, what was happening around the world, and and because you know when you meet new entrepreneurs and when you meet uh, you know people who coming up with ideas, you know you learn a lot about different industries, different businesses, different business models, and and stuff. So for me, it was a it's sort of a learning uh, you know medium or tool. What would I say? Uh, so I've done uh, in, uh, investments in companies, uh, you know uh, a few of them as I mentioned. Apart from that, you know I, I've done real estate investments because you know that's again so it's something that you know you you need to do from a you know future standpoint you know have some tangible assets as well because uh, investing in startups is not the most uh, uh, rewarding or the most safe sort of investments right? right that's that's my experience as well so so you want something tangible so i've invested in equities um, uh, equities are doing really great over the last few years and uh, so you know, I, I read upon uh, around them, and you know, I invest uh, wherever I find value, and in the industries, in the sectors that I see growing in the next four, five, ten years, uh, from a long, uh, long-term uh, perspective. So, so yeah, so so I do investments, and I, but I don't just do things like you know on my whim. Um, obviously, instinct plays a role, but uh, a lot of it is through reading and understanding and talking to people. Uh, because at the end of the day, once you invest your money, uh, it you know getting it. Back is not that easy, so you yeah. know, so so you have to be really careful about where you're putting your money in. 
Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, you got to realize, right, you, you spend a lot of time and energy to bring the money in. And you, when you put it yeah. back out there and you want it to go work for you, you want to make sure that it's, you know, a safer than not bet. Um, and I know, you know, investing in startups, I've never done that. But I, I've, I know it can be pretty risky. Um, yeah. But what, what's uh, been an interesting company that you've invested in or um, something that's panned out well for you? Uh, so I've always been very sector agnostic, uh, which basically means that I've never been st- sector specific, you know, so I've, I've always, you know, tried to uh, uh, be open and welcome to any kind of opportunity. Uh, so, you know, we've invested in a few companies, one of them, uh, you know, is a very unique brand, uh, uh, again, from India. Uh, so it, it, it basically what they do is that they, they, uh, they deliver uh, freshly, uh, you know, cut tea to you within like a week. So for example, all tea brands in the world, right? And tea is a very specific subject, which is growing all over the world. You know, more and more people are now getting accustomed to tea. And so what they do is that any, if you look at the traditional way of manufacturing tea, any tea that you actually consume is at least six months old, right? When, oh, wow. when it's been processed and everything. Uh, so what these guys did was they tied up with these tea farms directly and uh, any tea that you actually order with them is only one week old. So the taste and the complete, you know, the fragrance and everything is really unique. And in fact, it was, uh, it's been on uh, Oprah Winfrey's, uh, you know, guide and recommendation for the last two years. Uh, so, awesome. you know, so it's done well. So this is one of the, uh, you know, the better cases. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's another company that, you know, we, so in, uh, you know, which, which into food, food grocery delivery, and they've done really well. So they got acquired last year. So I made a little bit of money there. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, lot of cases, different companies and, you know, different business models. Some, some are in uh, marketing technology, you know, that help businesses uh, automate their marketing processes. So, you know, again, as I said, for me, it was all, it's all, all, always about, you know, learning and understanding what is happening. And then you pick up on things, you know, pick up on strategies as well, you know, how different businesses are maneuvering and uh, doing different things. So, you know, you can either read books, uh, podcasts, you know, and, uh, or just, you know, see invest in companies, I think. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, I love your passion for it too. Cause you can tell that you're excited and that you enjoy it, uh, which is wonderful. Uh, yeah. I think that probably makes it that much more fun for you to invest the money and to learn about it. You can tell learning is something that you really enjoy. Um, which I think is just yeah. a wonderful skill trait to have, to have that just earnest desire to learn. You know, what I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about goal setting, you know, being really busy, obviously you're investing in real estate, other companies, you're running your own company, you know, scaling your own company. You said you've hosted 114 virtual events. That's a lot going on. Um, yeah. So maybe actually before we talk, because I do want to talk about goal setting. Maybe let's talk a little bit about how you manage your time. Uh, that might be a better uh, segue. So, you know, when it comes to time, I think one of the really key things that one has to do is, uh, you know, build a roadmap for yourself. Uh, you know, as a person, you should build that roadmap, you know, where, uh, where, where do you want to take your business? How, where do you want to take yourself as an individual? Uh, you know, what's your journey, uh, plan that journey out and, uh, you know, break it down into, you know, short term goals and long term goals. I think that's really important, you know, because obviously we need to have a, a site of where we want to be. Uh, what we want to achieve with, you know, our own personal life and our business and everything. But at the same time, we also need to set 
small goals and i think that is needed for everything whether you know uh, you know whether that's with your personal relationship with your wife or your kids or your family or your you know colleagues friends i think you need to have goals uh, for everything in life you know where do you want to take that relationship to and i think that's really important and i think that keeps you very centered and focused as well because you know you know uh, you know these are the things that you have to do in the short term so for for me example uh, so i have a habit i i i list down on all the things the short term goals and the so- things that i have to fulfill achieve uh, you know overcome whatever it is um, every night before i sleep i put them down in my notepad on my phone right yeah. so the next day because you know otherwise you get way tied up with all the things that are happening you know every day sure. new issues come up new you know problems come up and you know new challenges are there so but but you know they keep you focused they they keep you reminded of what you need to do uh, and where you need to focus your energies so i think that's really important and obviously then you know i think it's about uh, having uh, a disciplined life uh, you know it's a very easily used casually used word but i think discipline comes from again you know having your plan having a, a a goal isn't it because if you have a goal then you'll automatically want to achieve that and you'll spare your time to achieve that right, right. so uh, so you know setting your uh, short term goals and long term goals is really important having a process is really important um and uh, so yeah so you know I, I, as i shared uh, one of my habits you know I, i list down all the things i have to do and you know the goals i have and i'll i keep opening that throughout the day you know so if i have to call somebody for that and and it's not necessary that you will achieve something in day, one day you know it might take you a month it might take you 3 months or 5 months but every time you get reminded of it you know you, you also get reminded of what you want to do or what you have to do pertaining to that particular task or goal right so right. so every day it's incremental gains and i think it that's really important that you know you keep mm. keep uh, you know growing and keep you keep uh, gaining something at every level and every objective every day uh, uh, so that's really important you know because i think the, the, i read read it somewhere that you know if you if you grow and if you grow 1% every day uh, you know if you improve 1% every day so you know your end of the year you would have grown by like 400% So right. you know, that's that. that's yeah. Yeah. No, I think that the micro goals, the small goals is you're you're hitting it right on the head. They have that just incremental growth a little bit every day, you know, adds up to really big results. And you know, so I guess yeah. one of my questions for you would too be where do you guys want to take Design Hill? You know, knowing that you're inching forward every day, you're getting better every day. You know, where do you see it going as far as the uh, the platform? Mm-hmm. so uh, you know with design hill uh, you know as i said you know we 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 started off with one service uh, zero clients zero designers and we had five total team members including me and my brother right so today we we have uh, you know we've served over almost 200000 customers and we have over 200000 creative members in our community uh, we have over 100 people in our team and we've grown the business in, with wow. into three verticals with five services right so so in the next 5 years i feel that you know we want to be you know uh, we want design hill to be known as the you know all thing uh, the place for all things design and print uh, uh, we built our services and businesses in a way that uh, you know uh, we have something to offer for everybody whether that's a work from home mom uh, a st- college student or a multinational company you know if you want some design work done in 5 uh you know you we have a service we have a tool for that if if you want something very customized uh you know where you have some of the best creative professionals working for you uh you know we have the services and the tools for that and you know uh, so uh, and then you know complementing all of that with a print on demand platform so everything that you can 
you want to get you know you get designed on our platform can be actually printed and shipped to your doorstep so you know it sort of completes that journey of that creative process because a lot of the work that uh, uh, you know goes into designing that also gets printed you know whether that those are flyers stationery business cards uh, merchandise t-shirts uh, you know so we're doing all of that now and we're shipping all over the world so uh, what i feel is that you know in ne- in the next 5 years uh, at um, at a professional level at a designer level i would really want it to be known as uh, as the go to place for all things design and print and i think we can definitely achieve that uh, because of what we've built and you know where we are going and with the kind of focus that we have today so so yeah so that's the dream let's see where we get to yeah well you're off to a great start um you build build a hell of a team and so a big team you know it's important to keep your employees happy right you get happy employees and you get happy customers so you should get a team of about 100 people are they are they kind of spread out all over your team well we used to uh, uh, 90% of uh, of us used to work from you know where we are based out of uh having said that in the last uh, 10 months everything's changed right. uh, now they're spread out all over the country uh you know in fact we've added a lot of team like you know members in our team in the last 8 uh, 9 uh, months we've added about 25 people and awesome. i've not met them i've not met one of them so in person <laughs> you know so yeah. so so we we don't know if we're going to call them back where they're going to sit in the office because we do uh-huh. not really make provisions for that uh so but yeah you know i mean uh, it, it's it's great i mean uh, i think what's happened in the last one year has also changed a lot of perspective for us uh, mm-hmm. you know how we can uh hire people and how we can work with people uh you know who are not in the same city or who are not you know uh, who are not coming to office every day because uh you know the processes have been created and uh, and the technology has really helped whether that's zoom like we guys are talking over zoom right now or uh, you know we have uh, you know uh, tools like uh, trello project management tool slack mm-hmm. which is a communication tool uh, there's uh, we use a tool called time doctor which is you know basically for tracking uh, uh the performances of employees and you know mm-hmm. uh, what they're doing on their desktops and laptops so you know all of these things have really facilitated uh, the whole remote working and uh, work from home culture and i think that has really opened our view also on you know hiring people because we don't necessarily need to have multiple offices you know because we're an right. online business we can function very well from you know one city but i think you know uh, earlier we always used to have that mindset that you know we can only have people who are willing to move to our city and you know who will probably work with us where we are based out of but but now i feel that you know with what we're doing you know we can have people anywhere in the world and i think that's really opened a lot of opportunities for uh, you know uh, people as well as for companies because you know that mental block and that mindset has completely shifted now. Yeah, I love that. I think a lot of businesses need to pay attention to that cuz it'll be interesting to see I feel like the ones that have pivoted well like you did uh will continue to grow where the other ones when you know cuz when covid uh, comes to an end it'll be interesting to see if people try to go back into an office space, you know, um or they go hey man I can really grow up my team and I can grow it with people from all over the world which gives me exactly. you know uh, way better resources as far as yes. you know uh, opportunity to have better uh you know uh, employees right for ta- yeah. talent yeah. wise yeah 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 because geography cannot be a restriction then you know i mean you because it really limits you i mean uh, you know we are just kidding ourselves if we are thinking that you know all the best people in the world are working in or living where we are living right it is it's just not true you know so if you need specialized people and if you feel that you know they if you finding somebody who's probably 2000 kilometers away from where you are then then you know go ahead because now the technology and 
everything that has happened in the last year has really enabled that you know and has really built confidence in that for us so i think i think businesses should really focus on that as well because you know having great people on board uh, you know skilled people on board is really important you know uh, you don't achieve anything on your own you know it's a team that really uh, you know drives that and i think uh, so so this is a great uh, i think this is a great opportunity for everybody to learn from yeah no i totally agree now is it difficult for you though uh, as a leader to keep everybody happy do you guys do like meetings you know because you got people are spread out and i one of the things i've noticed a little bit though with some of my guys because you know we went remote i don't have nearly a, a big of a team as you but they went remote and it was kind of like i would forget about people sometimes you know and it'd be two or three days and i'd call hey man how's it going you know just kind of got to check in uh, just to you know, make sure employees are doing okay it's it's harder to keep you said kind of yeah. you got the tools but how to keep morale going with the staff that big yeah so you know uh, it happens i mean you know what we've done is that you know with all our uh, and i think it was something that we were already doing so we just shifted that into an online process or a you know digital processes but that we already had a lot of groups uh, you know groups for teams as well as groups for different small 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 projects that we were doing like for example if there is a campaign that we are running so we will have at least uh, all the members from different teams you know because when you run a campaign it's very cross functional you know you can have somebody from the content team from the design team from the social media team or branding team and so all of them are in a particular group so like i have about 25 groups on my phone okay. uh, right on whatsapp or slack so so it's always you know when and it's always there's some communication happening on all the groups and i have a habit as i said you know i have a habit of following up and i think it's one of the very key facets of a uh, a business owner or a uh, you know leader because i think you need to be really good at following up and not a lot of people are you know the, the only thing that you really need to do is just send a hi and you know what's happening and you know what's an update because if people know that you know that this guy is going to like ping you any time in the day you know or i sometimes even message i, I don't expect people to reply but if i'm up i'll even message at like 2 in the morning if i'm working i'll just something will come to my mind and I'll I'll just drop in a message and i think following up is a great habit because it it sort of keeps people uh, on their toes uh, mm-hmm. it keeps them reminded that you know okay you know they they're accountable uh, to somebody and uh, and i think that's one of the things that really helps you also is staying reminded of your team members and different initiatives and stuff so but i think that's a good habit you know uh, of, of uh, having a very strong Uh, follow up is really important for success i feel it's one of the key traits i i put down as yeah no i agree now speaking of habits uh you know i i was like to ask people do you have any success habits do you feel like that have attributed to your success like a a specific morning routine or you know uh, i know i meditate every morning and i do some breath work you know it's, it helps me uh, do you have any did you do anything like that that you would recommend people that helps you kind of bring clarity definitely i mean uh, one of the things i really feel is that you know uh, that you need to have a, a very balanced uh, life you know a, a great work life balance is really important because too much of anything is not good 
whether that's work or leisure or you know anything it it you need to have a work life balance and and more importantly you need to have some me time you know alone time mm. as an entrepreneur especially i feel that you know we go through a lot and and, and being an entrepreneur is not easy you know uh, uh, you know it just uh, uh, the book cover that looks great but you know every day is a challenge and you know there's ups and downs and days that you would cry and you know so it's not that easy it's really difficult and i think uh, uh what what one of the things that i would really recommend is that find your uh, passion or find something that you know is meditative like for example you mentioned like you do meditation right uh, i go for cycling i cycle 25 30 40 kilometers every day in the morning and for me you know it's like i am just focused on the road because if i am not focused on the road i'll i break my bones but you know i'm focused <laughs> on the road <laughs> but you know i'm just uh, you know i'm on my own and i'm you know i have my music on and i while i have my music on i'm actually not listening to music but i'm you know i get a lot of thoughts there's a lot of clarity of thought and there's a lot of things that are getting processed in my mind because that time nobody else is there to uh, you know ping me or message me or you know talk to me and i think that's also very important because you know we come we live in a very digital world today you know uh, our screen times are going off the roof and uh, you know 8 9 hours a day 10 hours a day which is not which i don't think can be great you know sometimes i have this uh, weird thought that i might be blind by the time i'm 45 or something with the amount of time i spent on my laptop or phone right so yeah. uh, so i think it's it's important for people to find a hobby it could be swimming it could be it ne- may not necessarily be a sport you know you, you could just listen to a uh, a webinar or a podcast like yours or anything you know whatever det- detaches you uh, uh, from the world and you know it gives you uh, some alone time i think that's really important so people need to really find that it's really important now is there uh, any books that you would recommend or ones that you gift often or you know entrepreneurial personal development or uh, just anything you enjoy reading uh so you know i used to read a lot of books earlier but i for some reason cannot get back myself to come back to reading books i read a lot i read a lot but i read you know i read i like to stay updated about technologies and uh you know my, uh, global events and all of that so i i have uh, some apps that i you know follow that way so where i keep getting these notifications but i think books are a bit you know yeah they're great and they're really great sources because you learn a lot and there are a lot of experiences but you know you have these apps these days that actually summarize those books into you know key uh, you know into like 15 minute snippets and you have podcasts today i mean why would you want to read a book when you have podcasts i mean right. that's that's yeah. a- <laughs> <laughs> that's you know i'm being honest because you know with with podcast sure. you you learn a lot because you're actually it's like you're listening to a conversation and you're listening to and learning from different experiences of different people on different topics and and i think it's a great medium you know uh, so so you know f- for me it's more of the new age uh, medium for learning videos webinars uh, podcasts that i really uh, you know go after so if i find a topic that interests me i just you know hook in and i start listening to it and it takes about half an hour 15 minutes you learn something and then you can get on with your doing because uh, you know when you read a book for me i like it it's like a never ending thing i have to finish the book and get done with it so so for me i can't spend 12 hours in a day or 10 hours a day to read so that's just me so i don't i'm not discouraging anybody to read sure, but sure yeah i just uh, found different things that help me yeah no i appreciate the honesty and i agree with you obviously having the platform myself it's uh from a selfish perspective 
I get to talk to great entrepreneurs like you who are doing creative stuff, you know, changing a different marketplaces, uh, the way that the world functions. So I find it completely fascinating getting to talk to some really cool people. Um, Roel, I just want to congratulate you on all your success. You're doing a great job. I'm excited to see where Design Hill goes. Um, you know, I've checked out, the, obviously, the website. It's very well done. It's very user-friendly. Uh, where, where can people uh, connect with you at? Uh, so, you know, I'm um, not the most socially active person. Um, so you're not probably find me on Facebook or Instagram and stuff. But yeah, I'm definitely there on LinkedIn. And I think it's a great platform for especially, you know, marketers and uh, uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, very great reach and a lot of great content to learn as well. So, you know, if anybody is looking for, uh, you know, looking to connect with me directly, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn. You just have to type in Rahul Agarwal with Design Hill. Uh, in the search and you'll find me. Uh, alternatively, you can visit our website at designhill.com. Uh, we have 24-7 customer support live chat. So you can just uh, drop in a message and, you know, we'll get to me and I'll be I'll respond within 24 hours. Yeah, wonderful. And I will post um, uh, Rose uh, LinkedIn in the show notes, but also most importantly, at Design Hill's website so everybody can go there, check it out. Um, and he said, you know, it's like, it's great to have these services, you know, even for like a podcast, you know, like in uh, art cover done, right? Like, I mean, you can, yeah. you can go there and you'll find yeah. somebody, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have, uh, you know, guys who create great, uh, you know, uh, CD covers and art covers and, uh, you know, book covers and illustrations. So, yeah, you, you'll find a ton of them. Let me know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I mean, you'll not need me because it's very self-serve and you'll be able to find. But just in case, then, you know, you can always connect and I'll do my best. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate your time today. It's been great talking with you. Thank you, guys. It, it was a pleasure. It was really wonderful. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.